welcome back to another episode of N-Express Nintendo Podcast, the official Nintendo podcast of Goombastomp.com. I'm your host, Cameron Dax, and joining us, we have games editor Mark Kalaroff. Cameron, what do you think of that animatronic Pikachu in the background? Cute. Uh, I was, oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Um, we're going to circle back to that because first I got to introduce, you just heard him in the background, we've got uh, indie games editor Campbell Gill. I'm severely sleep deprived because last night I couldn't get a wink of sleep. I was just haunted in my dreams, haunted in my room by that animatronic <laughs> Pikachu. Oh my god. Um, we are of course referring to the, uh, the, <laughs> the robot Pikachu that was prominently featured in the Pokemon Direct that happened over the weekend. Um, I thought that thing was CGI for about two minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is, this is how they're going to announce Detective Pikachu 2. Is they're going to have this CGI Pikachu? And then it like, I was like, no, it's moving, moving a little too, oh God, it, it was, Robotically. Uh, yeah, very strange. Um, very realistic looking, I will say. Yeah, I, I thought um, it was pretty cute. Everyone's no, no, no. Be, uh, it's terrified. absolutely horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was it, to me. It was riding the line between cute and horrifying, as as the best <laughs> as the best Pokemon often do. Uh, so there was a, a Pokemon Direct that happened this uh, this past weekend, the last weekend of February. Kind of unexpected. Uh, well, actually, not unexpected. It was on Pokemon Day, obviously. But uh, I guess I, I guess I <laughs> I always forget that. Uh, that that's coming around um, every every year, and uh, I, it was a, a big anniversary 25, 26 years rather of of uh, the original release of Pokemon Green and Red. So we had a big a big announcement. Um, should we just go sequentially, or do we just want to get right to the good stuff? What is there to go through? I was going to say <laughs> you can skip like the first five minutes. What ready? Unite characters. Okay. Great for those who play it. Cafe Remix, still, like, I, I don't even think we got a release date. I kind of zoned out at that part. I think it's out. Uh, here's then, what I, uh, listen, it's out. Listen, uh, let's, yeah, let's talk about Cafe out. Remix because I, I play Cafe Remix and it rules. Um, oh. It's oh, really? Extre- it's one, okay, one, it's free. Uh, obviously, free to start. Very clear about free to start. Very, mm-hmm. <laughs> very predatory microtransactions are, of course, included in this game, but you don't have to have them if you don't want to. Um, it's extremely cute. The art style is fantastic. I want to see other Pokemon games in this art style. Um, I want to have all the Pokemon in my cafe. I, I did not think that I would get sucked into it. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll like play it for like half an hour so we can talk about it for the podcast. And then like two hours went by. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> um, you can give. Did you play uh, uh, the original? No, I did not play the original. So, so I'm here's playing... something funny. Before yeah. we did our first episode together. Uh, when you've talked about Circuit Boy and uh, Mario mm. 3D All-Stars, mm-hmm. I actually came onto the show and talked about uh, Cafe Remix and a few other games. Oh, and, no way! Uh, I think it was either Tim or Rick called it Twiddle Thumbs because like, the original <laughs> version of it was literally like brain dead. It was like you literally just twirled your finger in a circle and you'd win every single time. And I love the art style of that game. I wrote the review for the website back when it came out. Right. No, uh, so it, uh, the gameplay itself is still pre- it's pretty simplistic. There there are some things to keep in mind. Um, a big, I don't know if this is a change or not. Um, so obviously you're trying to link all the, all the kind of like your standard gem style, uh, you know, puzzle game. You're linking all the Pokemon faces together. If you link enough of them together, you'll get a big combo. Um, and you're trying to like break blocks. You can only break blocks if you surround it with a certain Pokemon, you know, stuff like that. Um, how, how it differs perhaps than the original game is um you your pokemon level up and gain skills uh so for example eevee is like the first pokemon you get in your cafe and that's the eevee special skill is it can break sugar cubes if you if you line up a combo next to sugar cubes and normally sugar cubes take like a couple of hits to break so being able to instantly break them with eevee is like a big deal Hmm. um and that can yeah yeah and, and that can be upgraded as you you know as you uh do more and more um more and more levels with with your pokemon um it's great i i think it's cute i i don't know how i don't know how much i'll i'll keep playing it but i've really enjoyed it so far more more than i thought it would more than i thought it would i will say um and the art style is just unbelievable I, and I, yeah, I know it's, you it's adorable it's i so love the, the new one of uh king bulbasaur <laughs> i got i got the king bulbasaur i got bulbasaur in a little crown so cute <laughs> uh it's extremely good um you can yeah the the outfits are fantastic. You can give 
Sneasel a little vest. Uh, you can see that mm-hmm. in the trailer they dropped. Um, I don't know. It's great. I, I, I am very curious to, for myself to see if I will continue to play it. But so far, it's free. It's very low impact, which for me is perfect. I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring lately, so it's like it is the opposite <laughs> of Elden Ring, which the is perfect good. companion. Then <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have actually. I was I was surprised that I was like enjoying uh, 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 that game. So Cafe Remix, it's on. It's out there. It's free. Free to start at least. Um, we got some updates for Pokemon Unite. Have you guys been playing any more Pokemon Unite? I haven't played it since uh, since it came out. Nope. Yeah, I haven't really played it since like a month or two after it came out. Yeah. Um, well, you got Hoopa, which is exciting, I guess. And Hoopa <laughs> That's Unbound. enough to hoop us back into the game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, Hoopa Unbound looks like a beast uh, based on the, the very limited gameplay footage we saw during the, the trailer there. Um, something called Full... What was it called? Full Fury Battles? I don't know what that is. Um, so there's a couple updates for Pokemon Unite. Um, I was like, yeah, great. I don't know if it's enough to draw me back in, but we'll see. Yeah, um, me too. It was a good game. Just uh, oh I yeah, listen, like great game. There's just too or m- listen. There's, and, there is you know. simply too many other things to play. In mm-hmm. in you know you know we you know how it is. Um, okay, this one this one perhaps is a little more interesting. So Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. I know both of you guys have this game. Um, unfortunately, yes. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> So what do you think? Is the, is the gift of a shaman enough to draw you back in, Campbell? No. No. <laughs> Just no. Like, I don't have anything more to say from that. This is so late that it's, like, unreal. Like, we knew about all these events were data mine. They're fully in the game. Like, people have yeah. already played through all of them online. There's only three of them. So why are they taking this long? I feel like it's partially strategic because I, I imagine they knew that Legends Arceus would just dominate the conversation and make everybody forget that there were Diamond and Pearl remakes just a few months before it came out. So I guess this is meant to raise awareness for the game again, but like, it didn't work for me. So <laughs> take that how you yeah. will. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I love Shaman. He's one of my favorite Pokemon, but... Um... I, if because this event is only till like March 6th or something, or maybe April 6th, something like that, like I'll log in and download the mystery gift, but I don't think I'll play it. <laughs> like, yeah, unless something comes along that's like, oh, you could transfer Shaman to whatever game, which I guess we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I have no interest. I mean, when I was watching the trailer, like they were building, they had this build up to be like, what's going to be revealed? And then Shaman walked up and I was just like, that's it? And the trailer just ended there, and I was like, that was the big reveal? Shaman? I mean, I love Shaman. He's a little, adorable. A little bit but... anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I see that, yeah. yeah. I did this, like, ten years ago at a Toys R Us. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, are we really doing this again? And without I was about Toys to R Us ask... this time, too. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, boy, awkward. I was about to ask you guys if you if you ever participated in the in the, uh, the mystery gifts from, from, like, GameStop and stuff like that. I think that's... Oh, heck I, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do love that feature. It's, it's not the same as... I mean, I guess it's a little different now. You can just download it from wherever, but it was kind of fun to like go to a location and and, and bust out your your DS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, little different. Have to now. go up to the kiosk, get the guy to <laughs> put your oh, yeah. game into his DS and do whatever. Oh yeah. yeah, super super annoying. Always a hassle, but uh, I do miss it. A magical um, hassle. <laughs> uh, there was another update for for Legends Arceus. Um, so, Mark, I know you've been playing the most of this game out of us. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this update? The Daybreak uh, update. Have you have you checked it out at all? <laughs> um, I'm gonna be totally honest. It, it's been a it's been a crazy week. I oh sure, listen, I'm, not, I'm not saying like I uh, yeah. I, I don't remember what's in this update, so I'm gonna oh, say fair no. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um it hasn't so interested me it basically showcased um some new trainer battles pokemon outbreaks uh it's a free right, dlc right, right. yeah yeah yeah. um mm-hmm. i mean i don't know it, it nothing stuck out to me specifically although i guess the um i don't know enough about pokemon lore to know if this is a big deal or not um so the legendaries from diamond and pearl um Yes, they have new forms. They That's have new at forms. the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Is the, and they showcase those in in Legends Arceus. Is yeah, I don't know or... if it's no. It was already in the game. God, I don't know if that's like. I honestly don't know what that's about. If it's like a new battle with them or like it's gotta be right. Like, I have no idea. Maybe like the photo mode or something. Yeah, that was yeah. another thing where I was like, 
that's it. You know, because I saw that and I recognized <laughs> that those forms were already in the game. So I had to assume... A little assume, bit of yeah. light spoilers, but they're at Arceus's uh, location, which he's the final Pokemon that you can catch in the game after you catch right. everyone. So... Yeah, I think it was just like a photo mode type of thing that they were doing, or just for a cool shot. And what I don't an think interesting anything, game. Yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with anything. And what an ironic game to have a photo mode as well, considering, you know, Arceus isn't yeah. the most uh, friendly on the eyes kind of game. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Arceus is not the most... Uh photogenic pokemon well i mean that too god is ugly but <laughs> yeah i mean i'm always saying this um yeah so interesting update i guess we'll have to we'll report back once we've had a chance to check that one out to see if anything if it has any any major changes oh and, and they dropped some like you can you can download a code for like free ultra balls or something too which is kind of kind of fun i guess mm-hmm. um so we'll have to make sure we do that before the end of the month um and the, oh, the other thing uh, they announced was an online animated series set in the Hisui yes. region. Mm-hmm. Good. So, All their yeah, animation good. is good. Yes. I yeah, mean, we we, we have ahead. to we have to ask whether it will possibly match the sheer cinematic mastery that was that Badoof animation that we talked about <laughs> a few weeks ago. But even if it's a fraction of, of that greatness, it'll still be pretty exciting. I yeah I I I, I will have to imagine I, I I do wonder if it will be in the art style that they teased, kind of that like soft palette like it almost looked like Miyazaki style. Um, yeah, I don't know if that yeah. was like just concept art or not. Yeah, that'd be cool it, if it was. They do kind of experiment with like a lot of art styles. So yeah, it kind of looked like concept art to me, but mm-hmm. uh, who the heck knows? I have no idea. Um, it would be great. Listen, it would be great if it was. Like, I would love to see like a really lushly animated. Uh, Pokemon thing, but at the same time, the, the other stuff, the Bidoof one was great. So if it's you know if it's like 3D animated, mm-hmm. like that's fine too, you know. Yeah. As long as it matches the quality of Bidoof's last stand, I think we have nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, obviously we're rushing through this to get to the big reveal, which was Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Gen Nine uh, coming out this year. Why is Question this happening? Mark? Why? Yeah, yeah okay, is, so uh, this is yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's let's dive into it. Uh Campbell, you wrote an article for Gooba Stomp. I did indeed. Uh I'm trying to what's the exact title? We don't need Gen 9 this year. What is it? That's the exact art, uh, name of the awesome. article. We don't need incredible, Scarlet incredible, and Violet this year. Incredible headline. We don't need Pokémon Scarlet <laughs> and Violet this year. Like tr- and honestly, it's hard to disagree with you. Even in just the headline, but why don't you kind of give us like the thesis of uh, of that piece? Yeah, so it's so difficult because I want to be excited for Gen 9 because they do look pretty cool. The setting is neat, the whole concept behind it is cool, but I don't understand why they need to rush out an entirely new generation of Pokemon this year when we already had Legends Arceus come out literally a month ago. Like, it feels like they're just rushing through this to the point where they're not able to make meaningful improvements on the franchise from now on, because for the past few years, we've had a pretty constant clip of big mainline Pokemon games, either remakes or new generations, you know, from Let's Go to Sword and Shield to uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. It just doesn't feel like we need to keep that going at this point because we've already had Arceus this year. Again, that was that basically filled the void for a big mainline Pokemon adventure this year. I don't think anybody was like, wow, we need a new a new new generation this year. Instead, this was a perfect opportunity for the Pokemon company to continue putting out different kinds of games in the franchise. Like the example that I point to in the article is that there's a Detective Pikachu game that was announced for the Switch, I don't know how many years ago, um, and we've heard nothing about it. When we had the announcement trailer for Gen 9 in this uh, Presents, it really looked like it was setting up to be a reveal for Detective Pikachu. It had the security right. guard wandering through this abandoned building. Like, it would have yeah. been the perfect transition into it. So I was kind of disappointed to see that instead of it being the new Detective Pikachu game, something different for Game Freak, we're returning once again to the big mainline formula. And just one other thing to add on to that is the big talking point for uh, Violet and Scarlet is that they're open world. 
And if this was announced last year, that would be a huge reveal. But we just had, again, Arceus a month ago. So the idea of an open world Pokemon doesn't have that much novelty anymore. So if they're just selling the game based off of, hey, it's a Pokemon game where you can go anywhere, we're already able to do that. So with it coming out so soon after Arceus, it's doubtful that they're able, they're going to be able to make meaningful improvements off of that formula, you know? So there are just a whole bunch of issues that I have with it, just in terms of why we have to have it now. I think it would definitely benefit from the games being pushed to a later date and then we get the chance to see any other kinds of Pokemon titles release. Well, better question. Will this be based on Arceus's gameplay? I mean, they already we're said, already seeing contradictions in the uh, the gameplay. In what way? Just the whole the way it's looking and the way the character mm-hmm. models are moving and stuff makes me want to say this is an open world interpretation of like the traditional formula. Like, and even like even that? like the way the camera was shown in like the buildings and stuff, it's very reminiscent of sh- of uh, Sword and Shield. So. I just, I, I don't know if this is going to be, um, you know, Arceus's gameplay. Like, I mean, what I, if it's literally Sword and Shield again? Yeah, well, I don't think that would be the case just because they've already experimented with Sword and Shield in moving towards an open world formula and moving towards, you know, freely movable cameras in all areas. Like, that's what the DLC campaigns were, you know, with the giant wild Well, well that's what I'm saying. What so. if it's an expansion on that? I mean, I could see that, but my thought was, like, at least with the buildings, I... This whole trailer seemed like it was just a cinematic setup. Like, nothing in this really seemed like it was actual gameplay as you would see it if you were playing the game. It seemed like it was a development build. They were moving the camera all over the place in ways, you know, for panoramic shots that wouldn't be possible while you were playing the game. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm not really too concerned about that just now. The The main thing that I saw that was similar to Arceus was just the fact that you could see Pokemon in the overworld. You had more dynamic looking environments that were definitely way more reminiscent, I'd say, of Arceus and of Sword and Shield, just in terms of how, you know, expansive the fields and the mountains and all that kind of stuff was. Um, like, I don't think it will be straight up based off of Arceus, because it's pretty clear based just on the names that Arceus is meant to be uh, a bit of an offshoot of the of the mainline series. But I think just the mere, again, the formula, the open world style, the fact that Pokemon are in the overworld, the world is more dynamic. I think it's kind of building off of that or attempting to at the very least. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm to, to speak to both of your points. I don't know what <laughs> I'm so curious to see, like what what cues this is going to take from Legends Arceus and what it's going to take from from mainline uh, Pokemon games. Like I don't, I can't imagine this game will have you research Pokemon to the same capacity that you do in in Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no right. way, right? Right. No, it like already that. looked like there were uh, gems. Exactly, you could see some gym. I mean, what the architecture? <laughs> we'll say this: buildings with giant Pokeballs on top of them. Probably a gym, right? I think we can safely assume that's a Pokemon gym. Possibly, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but that said I wouldn't mind if the battles had that kind of fast paced nature of uh, Legends Arceus like I I would love to see the return of um, you know the agile form versus the strong form like I would love to see those kinds of uh, mechanics kind Mm -hmm. of folded into this game Um, I don't know I don't know it's like Pokemon's in such an interesting place right now Um, because like nostalgia is at an all time high obviously um, that's why Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu have, like, done so well. And that's why Pokemon Go is still, like, such a huge deal, even years after release. Uh, and yet, you know, Diamond and Pearl have their issues. I'm talking about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Um, you could say it that and, way, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, uh, and yet, you know, Game Freak's still taking, taking some leaps, uh, you know, incremental though they may be, with Pokemon Legends Arceus. I don't know. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic, but I think I do end up kind of sharing your view, Campbell. That there's like there's literally no reason why this game needs to come out this year. <laughs> yeah, I I know, and that's what's so frustrating about it. But like, I, I should also be clear. I I don't think that this is going to be like straight up modeled after Arceus in every possible way. Really, the only things that I want to see carried over from Arceus beyond the whole open world formula is just 
lack of random encounters and seeing Pokemon just interact with their environments, right? Like actually live in their surroundings and then have battles and trainer encounters take place in the overworld, you know, rather than have it transition to some sort of battle screen and some alternate, you know, arena. One of my favorite things of, po of Arceus was just how it kept the pace so quickly by having Pokemon battles occur right in the overworld with you. You know, it, it really kept the pace of the gameplay going quickly and excite and uh, it was just really cool, you know. So I just that those are the only elements I hope get carried over with it. Um, and as long as it can carry those over and then maybe in some way adopt uh, elements of the traditional formula and meld it into it, it could be really promising. But again, with it coming so soon after Arceus, I just don't know how that's going to turn out really. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the thing. It's, it does make me think, like, wow, they they really are just into that churn. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's like these guys get, are getting no no breaks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I will say this does <laughs> it does make a lot of things fall into place as to why Arceus released so early this year because I think we all agreed that it felt rushed just because of how it looked, how it played, so many elements of it, mm -hmm. and clearly they were doing that just so that way they could get it out of the way before starting the Gen Nine hype cycle, which is. Even more disappointing, frankly, when you realize that. <laughs> I, yeah. I do see some really concerning stuff online, which is the same argument is happening again for the fourth year straight, which is, oh, it's just a beta, or it's just an alpha, or it's just early footage. Like, it'll look better in the final product. Like, mm. isn't it? does nobody learn? Like, does anyone... Has anyone been paying well, attention? You see, these last I few have years? been paying attention, and the problem is, even when Game Freak does improve, it doesn't look better. <laughs> like you compare Arceus's <laughs> announcement trailer, it looks really bad, and then you compare the actual game that we played last month, it it still looks really bad, but it looks better than what was initially announced. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, the there's thing. some shots yeah. in the game that look great in that Gen Nine trailer, but uh, I'm not talking about Arceus. Of course. But, um, yeah. <sighs> The, the Pokemon look better. There's a close-up shot of Lucario, and it looks like he kind of has, like, a fur texture going oh, on. Oh, yeah, Lucario looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so there's some uh, there's some hope. This still won't look like Pokemon Snap, though, which is kind of uh, disappointing, because that game's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think, I think part of the reason why uh, new Pokemon Snap looks so amazing is that it's so linear. You know? right. And it was developed yeah. by Bandai. <laughs> Well, and there you go. Yeah, it's uh, that, that that Bandai Namco touch, um, and it, like the fact that you you know you can only you know you're on a track the entire game. They could really yeah, focus on making true. the po mm -hmm. you know what I mean. They could really focus on making the Pokemon look gorgeous and the environments look really lifelike and beautiful. Mm -hmm. So who knows? Like here's the thing: at the end of the day, the new Pokemon always a delight. But I I'm curious to see what lessons, if any, that they take from the uh, the huge success of Pokemon Legends Arceus and the the risks in gameplay that that game took. So I don't know. Like regardless of whether or not the graphics are incredible, I think the important thing is what do they do with the gameplay um, at the end of the day. And we have so. for Coco. The new starter. Which okay. Is fire okay. The starters. <laughs> Let's talk about the stars. Let's talk about the stars. So um, good. All hail great. the apple dinosaur. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So we're all yeah. on different teams here. This is good. No, no, no. Um, I'm for the apple dinosaur. That's the fire one. I'm yep. a. Oh, I'm Team Quaxley. Um, I hate to say yeah, it. Quaxley uh, is. I'm so cute. torn between them. Also, can I just talk about how amazing the names are for these guys? Because Spriga we've got Sprigatito. I just love it. It's Sprigatito. You've got Fuecoco and Quaxley. I, and, and <laughs> like Quaxley. it's as if they were they were sitting down. They were like, okay, we're making a Spanish themed region. We need to come up with Spanish themed names. And they came up with Sprigatito. They came up with Fuecoco. And then they gave a hat to a little duckling. And they were so in awe of what they had created. <laughs> the they just settled for Quaxley. They created Pompaduck, and that was it. I'm obsessed with with Pompaduck, and uh, <laughs> most importantly, I cannot wait to see. Uh, you know that this this duck's gonna turn into JoJo from uh, JoJo's bird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this this cat's gonna this this this, this duck's gonna turn into JoJo a hundred percent. Also, we didn't I'm talk about excited. that that we have like a uh, a Spain inspired region because we literally right. just talked about that last time. That's true. Yeah, I think you were hoping, Mark, for for kind of like a like a Latin America style yeah, sort of as thing. I was just uh, I hadn't finished the article yet. <laughs> well, there you go, and Mark, yeah. you could have been a prophet. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Now all we need is Mew. That's all we need left. Mm, yep, yep. 
It does. Yeah, it I, seems very promising. The new direction, though. I'm very the character models. You know, no matter what you think of, uh, or not models, the character design. No matter what you think of Sword and Shield and even Arceus, like I think they always just get the uh, designs of Pokemon right. Right. Except yeah, for the human characters, though, because <laughs> what the heck is with that protagonist? <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he's man. weird. I don't know. Uh, I'm on like the fence. On one hand, I really like it and how it fits into the art style, and then on the other hand, it's like it just doesn't look right. <laughs> it's the blandest protagonist in the Pokemon series, like ever. I want to say, like, he's not even wearing like a backwards cap or anything. He's just oh, an average schoolboy or schoolgirl, and both the male and female protagonists look almost exactly the same, which is yeah. so disappointing because typically they're so radically different from each other. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, um, I wonder if this game will. will I, I could hope that this game will carry forward some of the customization stuff from Legends Arceus. Oh yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they probably, will because, like, yeah. in the trailer, you do see the protagonist wearing a few different outfits. There you go. Yeah, so I think we, we, we could safely assume that that's a feature that will stay. I mean, the second um, outfit also sucks, but hopefully there's at least <laughs> one good outfit in the game. Oh my god. Campbell's, Campbell's riding the hate train today. I love I it. I really am. It, I sound so <laughs> negative, but I I promise I'm actually excited for these games. <laughs> Campbell, can, can I tell you? Here's, what, here's what's going to soothe your, your weary soul. <laughs> Honestly, play uh, Pokemon Cafe Remix. Okay, I'm gonna like download it right serious? now. Yeah, it's. I'm gonna. It's, I'll download it too, and then we can talk about yeah. it next week. There but we go. I, there's just one thing, Cameron. If yeah. this is Twiddle Thumbs too, I'll be very uh, mad at you. Oh man, listen, I'm not saying it's like super <laughs> complex or rewarding gameplay, but it's fun. It's fun. I mean, to I'm just saying... a cafe with cute little characters. But if it's Pokemon therapy, then maybe that's all I need right now. That's what know? I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. it'll it, yeah. it'll it'll make you appreciate. You know what? I do like Pokemon. <laughs> like, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> all hail King Bulbasaur. Oh, he's very cute. Um, anything else we want to call out about this direct? Um, how how do we miss talking about Pokemon Masters EX? Oh my god! It's gosh. two and a half year anniversary. Who could the forget two the two point five year anniversary? I w- I I almost was like, wait, is this a joke? Like, what are we? What are we talking I know about? it's like, like <laughs> was somebody at the Pokemon Company just counting down the days until it was two years, one hundred and eighty two point five days since Pokemon Masters X released? <laughs> what a this bizarre. Is so ridiculous. A bizarre choice to talk about the two and a half year anniversary. It's such um, a stupid date. Like that, yeah. it literally shows you can crack the champagne for anything. No, I mean, like, I, hey guys, <laughs> it's the it's the eighty six Friday that has right? a sixteenth exactly. in it. In how many years? Hey yeah. everybody, it's the sixty seventh <laughs> episode that we've been podcasting together. Let's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for listening for sixty. <laughs> Yeah, very funny. Um, so yeah, overall, a very short and to the point direct. It was only thirteen minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 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 ex- cautiously optimistic for Generation Nine coming mm-hmm. out yep. allegedly in 2022. We'll find out. Probably uh, and of will. course, oh, it's coming out pro- this year. Probably means Zelda's <laughs> going to get delayed. Wow. All right. Fair enough. Um, mm. So yeah, I don't know. Any, anything else we want to uh, comment on about this direct before we take a quick break? No Detective Pikachu. They're killing me. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I just want to see it. How? How is this? And they keep saying it. There was a new job listing that they're hiring people for it. I mean, clearly so like, this thing is clearly still in development. Yeah. I wonder if it's a. I wonder if it's a Metroid Prime Four situation. <laughs> I think that I'm this serious. rate they've put out. They're by the time Detective Pikachu we get any information on it, we will have have had two open world Pokemon games. What if all of these open world experiments are just preparation? for making an entirely seamless open-world Detective Pikachu that takes place in, like, Tokyo or something. Wow. Yeah. And it's, like, Grand Theft Pikachu. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally, the, Grand the trilogy Theft trilogy is complete. Grand Theft Kirby, <laughs> Grand Theft Yoshi, and now Grand Theft Pikachu. Yeah, exactly, exactly. People just... Pokemon keep murdering humans or something, and then it's up to Detective Pikachu to get to the bottom of it. So... <laughs> It's basically the plot of Zootopia, but I'm I'm into it. <laughs> I'm on board with it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk about some. We're gonna talk about some rumors. We're gonna talk about some news. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
And we're back. All right, so because this is the Nintendo uh, podcast, we to stop every few months. We gotta have this conversation. Uh, there has been a rumor about a rumor about a potential leak, a potential break in the case of a Switch Pro. Um, <laughs> I can't even say it without. I can't even keep a straight face. Um, so there's been some more, uh, some more apparently leaks about um, about uh, from Nvidia this time around. Um, some stuff about uh, the chips that were allegedly going to be in a uh, uh, another version of the Switch hardware. Uh, what do we think about this? This is a, this is a Twitter thread uh, that Mark sent us earlier today. I don't know. How are we feeling about this? Do, do, do we do we believe it? Do we just take it with a grain of salt? Do we just think like, yeah, of course? Like, what, what do we what do we think about this? Well, the fact that they're uh, they got cyber attacked, Nvidia, is pretty sad considering everyone's personal information got leaked that had an account with them. So uh, there's there's that. But um, I predict that a Nintendo console will come out in the next hundred years. <laughs> Whoa, that's a daring prediction, Mark. Do you really think you can stick with that? This is a hot take. Hot take. Hot take, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll put money on it. Oh, wow, how much? Yeah, uh, a bond of like a hundred bucks, and then you can have it once the uh, hundred years ends. That will be so useful in a hundred (laughs) years. I do plan to live for 122 years, so that'll Mm -hmm. be perfect. Uh, yeah, that's good. Um, so I, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, like I know there was some reporting last was it last summer from from Bloomberg about like, hey, this is this is potentially happening, and then it kind of fizzled out by the end of the year. Ended up being uh, the Switch OLED model instead. Um, I don't know. I, it wouldn't shock me if there was any truth to this stuff, and it really was like legitimately just some supply chain, uh, supply chain stuff uh, that was. Uh, kind of pushing all of this information back. It, it wouldn't shock me if it ends up being like, hey, guess what? We were planning to have a Switch Pro and it just finally had to get pushed back until, you know, 2023 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What about you, Campbell? Does, it, does any of this ring true for you or is it just kind of like, yeah, sure, whatever? You know, that's exactly what I was thinking as well because I was thinking back to another Bloomberg report from last year where they were talking about how apparently some sort of Switch Pro with 4K support and all these other bells and whistles was planned for last year but was delayed due to supply chain issues. Um, So it wouldn't surprise me if these bits in the code that have now been unearthed are referring to that SKU, that updated version of the Switch. Like maybe that's the, what's it called? The API that's supposedly been updated for a new platform is, it it wouldn't be shocking to me if that was meant for a Switch Pro of some sort. And also one detail from the thread that Mark sent is the fact that the updates in that that piece of code are apparently referring to something some sort of technology from 2019 so it's not the most cutting edge stuff which kind of suggests that it's not like a switch 2 it's not an all-new generation it's more like uh, a juiced up switch in a way which i could totally see happening at some point sure. within the next hundred years mm-hmm. so <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm right there with you campbell um i don't know I think it's a good idea. Like I, I something we didn't talk about on the podcast just yet. I did pick up a Switch OLED a mm. couple of weeks ago. Right, right. Um, Still envious of you. Uh, guess what? <laughs> it's awesome. Um, the, the 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 new screen really is very cool. I love that it basically fills up the entire. Um, I'm, I'm holding my hands out in front of my microphone. You can't really see this, but I really do love that the screen, like it pretty much goes edge to edge. It's pretty neat. Um, that said, it still runs into the same issues that the OG switch does. Like it's the, the hardware internally is the same. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we got, you know, super switch at some point before, the next generation of Nintendo mm-hmm. hardware. New Nintendo um, Switch XL. Okay, but like... The Nintendo... <laughs> <I> did... <laughs> it's a Switch, but it only goes on your TV. 
Um, <laughs> what would you even call that then? If it doesn't switch, New Nintendo just... Switch OLED XL. That's the name I'm proposing. New Nintendo. I think unswitched, maybe switched off. Oh, switched off. There oh, you go. Oh my God, Nintendo switched off. <laughs> Nintendo switched off is the name of our like our after dark Nintendo podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's I don't know who who knows what what'll happen with it, but like that that is a trend that Nintendo often does. Is they you know we got the expansion pack for the N sixty four like right when the N sixty four was going to die, uh, we got the uh, the two DS or the three DS XL right towards the end of the the three uh, DS lifespan. Like it wouldn't shock me if we if we did get that Super Switch like just mm-hmm. a year or two before the next line of Nintendo. Yeah, these upgrades are basically defibrillators waiting to be used. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and also, we've had a pretty consistent clip of updated Switch hardware since the console came out. So Switch came out in 2017, we had the Switch Lite in 2019, then the Switch OLED in 2021. So by that pattern, we're due for a new one in 2023. And then who knows how long the Switch lasts after that. But Or... My- Mm-hmm. Or we're yes. due for a new console, and then they'll be like, this This new console is the third pillar in our strategy. Okay, but wait, and if it's the third pillar, then what's boy. what's the second pillar in this case? Easy, we just mobile and Switch. Because they're oh, still wow. continuing with the, their mobile projects, and then they'll be like, Pokemon Go made X amount of money this year, and they're going to do it again. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be literally, we had the Game Boy Advance to the DS and the Wii. We had that, right? And mm-hmm. then we had the Wii, the DS, and, uh, or I just said that again. <laughs> but hey, you reminded you know us of I mean? it at each, least. Yeah, yeah, each era, they, each era, they always have like this third pillar strategy. And then that one console is left to literally just die off. Except for the Wii U. They made no qualms about the fact that they were just killing that thing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That's, that is, uh, yeah. that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but to move on to something more tangible, mm-hmm. uh, and by tangible I mean digital, uh, <laughs> Nintendo <doesn't> announced—it <laughs> doesn't work. Uh, you know, Nintendo announced their version of uh, what do we call it? We're calling it missions and rewards. Uh, Mark, you want to talk about this a little bit? I know you. Uh, yeah, you so, had some um... thoughts. <laughs> so you can now use your platinum points on Switch. For avatars and you can do missions that get you more platinum points and i think it's a great idea i think yes. what they're starting with uh, the content is uh not the hottest no <laughs> not the most stylish stuff we have literally models from games like from super mario odyssey we literally have like just a model of captain toad just standing there yeah. Why is this your here? soul? Well, it's just, why strange. is this here? It's <laughs> so here? odd. Yeah, yeah, so now I'll... Campbell, what did you use before Campbell? It was like a picture of Mario at no, the, I, the I just... Kingdom. Well, yeah, I, my original avatar was just uh, the Hyrule Shield. And then after, I undertook a few thrilling missions for the <laughs> program. By thrilling missions, I mean I loaded up NES Online. And then I played Mario for one minute. Then I could use those points that I got on an image of the Cap Kingdom with like a fancy uh, yellow checkered border on it. So now I can use that as my avatar and show everyone else that I have no life and I just spend my time (laughs) fulfilling arbitrary requests from Nintendo. Uh, that's the, those are the best kinds of rewards, the ones where you don't have to do anything. You just uh, kind of it's like, but oh, sh- I, uh, oh, I already did this. Like, but great. there should be some sort of relatively meaningful reward, I think. Like, okay, you know what would be a good reward for this kind of system? Themes. Why doesn't <laughs> the Switch have themes like Maybe. this? Yeah, <laughs> like this maintenance is coming up mm-hmm. for. Um... I forgot what the maintenance is for. It's like for the online and something else. Right. Maybe yeah. the eShop or something. But um, they don't, they usually like announce these, like if it's a major update or something like this, if we even call it a major update. Oh, it's like so they usually major. just drop it randomly. So mm-hmm. um, maybe, you know, maybe we'll see themes soon. Mark, my soul uh, has been beaten down too many times over <laughs> the five years of the Switch's life now. I'm you think not they'll sell Street up. Pass for $60? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it'll be it'll be two thousand platinum. I'd coins. buy it. Oh, there you go, yeah. two thousand platinum coins. I think I have two thousand platinum coins, so that'd be fine. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So yeah, I I think I guess we'll have to see what kind of missions that Nintendo comes up with. The idea is solid. I think it's a fun idea. Oh yeah, it's a I'm, great idea. Customizing great idea. your avatar and just unlocking like the Animal Crossing stuff they have right now is great because you can get everyone who has a March birthday. So. uh yeah. yeah, they give you a good variety of characters, and a lot of fan favorites are there. So that's going to make people happy. But um, g- giving you only content from two games and making it limited time promotions is also a little um, odd. So I it's guess just kind of we'll strange. be talking well, about this uh, next month yeah. on like the 6th or so. It's Every most... month, we're just going to await, anxiously await, what avatars are we going to be able to unlock this time? <laughs> yeah, right? There's going to be some sicko who's like, I've unlocked every avatar. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've spent spent all my platinum coins on every single avatar. Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's a fun idea, though. Like, I... It's, I don't know, how are you guys, I'm not a trophy guy. Are you, are you guys trophy hunters? Like, how do you, what do you do with that? I just think they're silly, frankly. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're nice for achievements and stuff, but I just think it's amazing how you can play something, like if you're playing, say, Shadow of the Colossus, right? (laughs) You can defeat a Colossus, it's this beautiful, solemn moment. Then you just get a little plump in the top left corner. It's like, (laughs) trophy unlocked. (laughs) It's so corny. I I, I did turn off notifications. Mm -hmm. Yeah. like just because there's just no point. It, I don't know. I have kind of a kind of a fraught relationship with with trophies because I I you know if it's a game I really love if it's a game that I that I'm already playing a lot of I'll I'll browse the trophy list and mm-hmm. if it's like okay it doesn't seem yeah. it doesn't seem too, too too strenuous I'll I'll you know I'll I'll do it like I, I platinum mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. control on the PS4. And I'll probably platinum control again on the PS5 because it's it's not that difficult of a trophy, and I really love that game. But then you look at stuff like like the the beautiful Horizon Forbidden West, where it's like a gorgeous game, super fun. There's no way I'm gonna platinum that game. Um, we were talking with another one of our our writers on the website, uh, James Cook, who fantastic platinum writer. You should check out his articles. Yeah. Uh, platinumed it in like oh, two weeks or something, which is incredible. But there's just there's just no way that I'm gonna do that. Like there's I'm not gonna do the hunting rounds. I'm not gonna do the, the strike pieces. Like I don't know. Um, so I think Nintendo is kind of trying to find the balance of hey, we want people to engage with our games, but we don't want them to just like grind them mindlessly. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, we'll we'll see what they end up doing with these rewards and and if they're gonna do more stuff like that like i i don't want to see nintendo go full you know achievement list i don't want to see them do that personally i i wouldn't Uh, mind it because i actually like looking at them for select games like recently i've been playing taiko no um taiko on both uh ps4 and switch yeah and it's interesting because on the ps4 like i love seeing the trophies pop up it's so satisfying after you finish a song and you see one like i don't know what the heck it is but it's like i'll check it later and be like, oh, I managed to do that, and it was just like, right. just satisfying. So it's always nice right. to do that. But this whole this whole avatar thing's already been done before with the uh, Xbox with the uh, sure. I, I can't even name like a game. Oh, actually, no, Banjo Kazooie did it on Xbox Live Arcade. You oh, could actually you get Banjo uh, avatars for doing the uh, achievements. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if it was stuff like that. I guess I guess we'll see. Um, and there is something I, I, I one feature I do like again I'm not not a super trophy hunter but I do like that it tells you the percentage of players who did get the trophies that you have mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool it helps you like, oh, wow see, I'm in yeah. the yeah I'm in the I'm in the top you know one percent of people who got this trophy or whatever like that that's kind of cool mm-hmm. um, so I don't know we'll, we'll see if the, I, don't, I kind of doubt Nintendo will go that far but maybe who knows no I doubt it. you are part of the the top ten percent of players who replayed mario on the nes this month you know like but i will say to its credit though as bare as this system may be right now it did get me to 
load up the NES Online app for the first time in God knows how long. <laughs> you know, just because I saw that that was a, a mission, and I was like, I can do that easily. I will filter through several dozen rows of Switch game icons and stuff to get back to my NES Online app and play it. So it got me back into it. So it kind of worked. So if we do see it roll out for more different kinds of games, you know, beyond just the things that are in the Switch Online ecosystem, it could be... Uh, could be successful in improving engagement with some of Nintendo's uh, bigger mm-hmm. games. So, you know, there sure, is that side and, of it. And not just the bigger games, but their legacy content, too. Like, that, that's right. actually kind yeah, of an, yeah, interesting, yeah. That's an interesting point, uh, Campbell. So, uh, yeah, I haven't fired up NES Online in a minute, in a, in a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah. I had to look for it, you know. I had no <laughs> yeah. idea where it was. Yeah, but <laughs> were you surprised by the amount of crazy old games that are on there now? I was. I had to scroll down a long time to get back to Mario Bros. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's. Maybe this is their way to be like, hey, we want people to feel like they're getting something for their money, so we're gonna turn them towards these uh, Nintendo Switch Online apps. Like I don't know. But there's something to that. I think. You think one day those crazy executives will be like, we gotta get them to play Win Back again. Oh yeah, I'm, no, I'm just gonna say not. this is the only thing that will get me to play Urban Champion. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Nintendo's foray into um, missions and rewards. We will see where it continues to go. In the meantime, you know, stock up your platinum coins and maybe you can get a keychain or something on uh, Nintendo.com. Uh, we're gonna take one more quick break. We got an indie spotlight for you all. Uh, Mark and I have been playing Grapple Dog, so stay tuned, and we'll be back to talk about that. So, uh, Mark, we've been playing a little game called Grapple Dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wrote the review for the site, or is that still incoming? Uh, should be up in the next day or two. Uh, great, awesome. So, uh, what do you think about Grapple Dog? Let's, let's talk about it. It is probably one of the most memorable indie games I've played in a long time. I really love yes, it. Yes, I remember it's, you um... saying... So far, this was your top indie game of 2022. Yes, and I think... It might be... No, no, wait. How many indies have I played this year so far? I've played a few, but this is definitely the best one so far this year. It's really good. I There's something about it where it's like a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance-inspired game, and you play as a dog named Pablo, and after you free this machine called Null, um, he wants to basically take over the world. So what you have to classic, do is... Classic setup. Classic you freed setup. him with a slingshot he gave you. So what you do now is you use that slingshot to platform around so that way you could stop enemies and just do all sorts of parkour and get to the boss and move on. It has sort of a format that's like a Super Mario 3D World where you have to collect gemstones at each location. And then there's like a bonus level every now and then. But the goal is basically collect as many gemstones as possible. And then you can unlock the boss and you move on. There's six worlds, etc. But it's really just the gameplay is so good in this game. It's so addicting. And literally, it's like grapple hooks and dogs. That's like the two best things you can get in a video game. And they put them together here and it works perfectly. It's just it's so fluid. The gameplay. I I just really love it. It's it's just fun. to. It's one of those games that's just fun to walk around in, which is a huge compliment. Mark, you've already sold me on this game just by oh, yeah. Campbell, the term Campbell, you would, dogs you would, and grappling be, hooks. Yeah, to be clear, Campbell, you would love this game. I'm so jealous. I mean, I want a dog <laughs> with a grapple hook in my life. My life is severely de- devoid of grappling <laughs> hooks at this point. I've got a dog, but he doesn't have any weapons on weapons. him. 
Yeah. Okay, well, that's, and you can pet the dog if you complete you the level the to dog. full completion. Oh my god. It, yeah. That is so very, very important. Is Wait, that you can that... pet the dog. Wait, it's conditional for you to pet the dog? Yes, you can only pet uh, him I... if he 100%s the level, I believe. That's not true. Is it um, not true? Uh-oh. There are, there are many levels that I did not 100% where I could pet the dog. <laughs> or at least I think you have to fit the requirement of, is it you collect carrots in the game? Is that what they are? They're little, they're little like oranges or something. Fruits. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like you collect fruit, and uh, if you get enough fruit that the level requires you to get the two gemstones. Yes. So basically there's like, there's five regular gemstones you can find through like a puzzle, and then there's two gemstones that you get for collecting all the fruit. So That's if you right. collect all the fruit, you could pet the dog. That's, that's right. That's right. Are there Pablo any, is very cute. Are there any <laughs> other rewards for collecting all the stuff aside from petting the dog? Uh, yeah, you can you can um, you can unlock bonus levels if mm. you find a special. Uh, there's like a coin in every level. It's a little B B for bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you find the coin, you unlock a bonus level. The bonus levels are actually really fun. They're kind of like. They kind of reminded me of Super Smash Brothers. I was literally oh. just about to say, yeah. They remind me yeah. most of uh, Super Smash Brothers melees. Um, yes. The target practice. That's what it yeah, reminds me Yeah, the break the targets. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, side sidebar. Why have they not brought back break the targets? What <laughs> is going I on? I know, yeah. right? It's, the it's a tragedy. Best game. The is. best side game. Mm. It's Maybe fine. they should um, get the developer of Grapple Dog to work on Smash Bros. and add it in. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Mr. Sakurai, hire the Gravel Dog people. Hire this man, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but Mark, I, I pretty much agree with you. I, I've I've played two worlds so far, and mm-hmm. it's very very fun. The soundtrack has no right to go as hard oh, as it, it does. It is so good. It's very yeah. funky. It reminds me of Super sort funky. of like the era of games that was like during the GameCube. Where you had like sure. these weird mixes and stuff like Mario, Mario Dance Dance Revolution, like yeah, it kind of reminds me of that kind of stuff. It's, it's very, very... Like, just funky and like skateboardy. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm you right know? there with you. To me, it's very late '90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like if you listen to uh, like the Bomberman '64 soundtrack or even parts of the Super Mario '64 soundtrack, there's a lot of that in Grapple Dog. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super good. It's 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 like you just jam to it the whole time. Um, I want to push back a little bit on some of this. Like, okay, the gameplay, the concept, genius. The game revolves around a central mechanic. Incredible. Like, I love it. You you are You're a never dog. Jump. From it. Always yeah. stays true to just jumping and clawing. You jump yeah. and you grapple. Like <laughs> you that's jump it. Jump and grapple. Yep. You jump it. and you grapple. Um, but sometimes. I, I, I don't know, man. Some some of that grappling is a little rough, I, I gotta say. Um, it's very, yeah, it can be very pinpoint precise in some yes. areas. Except yes. it kind of gets you to test out, like, full momentum with the sure. grapple hook. Because there's also a reason, um, I believe the end of the stage has a timer. And you could literally, like, if you missed a gemstone and you know the level layout, like, you could breeze through it with the grapple hook. Like, you can mm-hmm. get flying with momentum. And the same yeah. goes for levels with water, how you could do, like, you could do, like, a little twirl dive underwater and it sends you, like, flying, especially if you go out of the water at the same time. It's just the amount of momentum that you could build up in this game is just, like, insane. Yeah, so th- that's actually kind of, a, that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, this game does feature, it kind of reminded me of Super Mario Brothers 3 where you have, like, that P meter, mm-hmm. um, like you have a momentum meter as you're as you're running and grappling and swinging, um, that kind of dictates um, kind of how you how you're moving through this game. I, I think the swimming is actually really good. Uh, a is. lot of games mm-hmm. like swimming is hard in any video game, um, and Grapple Dog. I think the swimming actually feels really nice. Sometimes the grappling stuff is a little a little hit or miss for me. Um, there was I, I found myself occasionally like through no fault of my own like swinging off screen into an enemy that i couldn't see <laughs> uh, which is like that's no fun yeah it can, um, it can happen uh, occasionally but, yeah um, that, that's no fun it's um, nothing like game breaking though you know no no, no that, that's the thing is that there's nothing that's like hindering my enjoyment of the game but like for me it's it's tough i, I just said two minutes ago that I'm not a completionist, I'm not a trophy hunter, but <laughs> goddamn if I don't want to find every gem in every yes, stage. It, you do. Uh, so there was yeah. definitely there was definitely some puzzles where it's like, okay, I know I have to make this jump because I guarantee there's gonna be a gem on the other side of this gap or behind this wall or whatever. 
and then just spending, you know, five, ten minutes at a time trying to figure out the arc of the grapple so I can get the perfect jump was a little bit frustrating. <laughs> um, but it's so rewarding once you Oh, it's done. satisfying. I can't it's even so be satisfying. mad. I can't even be mad because the game is so cute and the art style is so adorable that mm-hmm. it's like, ah, yeah, I enjoy junk, this. The, like the chunky GBA aesthetic of platformers. Yeah. Sort of like, um, oh, what's the other dog game coming out? Good Boy... Oh, Campbell, which one is it? Oh, Good Boy Galaxy? Yeah, that one. It has, like, that chunky oh. aesthetic to it. I completely forgot like, about it. That game looks fantastic. They actually developed it for the Game Boy Advance, I think. So yeah, that's it. So it's crazy. Yeah. It's adorable. Dogs in space. You know, dogs with mm-hmm. grappling hooks, dogs in space. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme Always here, a and it's amazing. Yeah, what, what more could you want? Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Mark. It does, it very much is Game Boy Advance vibes, which is fine with me. Um... It's fun. It's 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 a really enjoyable time. Um, and the side characters are very very fun and cute. There's a little a little rabbit who's like it's kind of like your nervous kind of nerdy character. Always a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the <laughs> your your uh, kind of your mentor character is this old vulture who's like <laughs> yes. who's like don't talk to me like I'm old like it's it's great. Um, yeah, it's yeah, the fun. writing in this game it. is uh, is very charismatic. It's fun. It's and it's there's very secrets. Cute. There's a lot of yes. secrets. If you go on the ship, I don't know if I should say it, but there's a secret game in the. Uh, oh, you the can say it, yeah, because it's not it's like it's like it's a like, yeah, it's like a centipede. It's uh, like a mini game. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, kind of like how in in Celeste you could find those um, those Pico Eight mini games, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so this game has a uh, kind of a lo-fi. Um, what is it? What's it called? It's called like Boomerang Bandit or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is it's kind of like a kind of like an Ikaruga style um, top down shooter uh, mm. where you're 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 a cowboy and you're throwing a boomerang around. Yep. It's 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 fun. It's kind of a fun arcade style game, and you can play it as much or as little as you want. And the fact that it's the fact that they included an entire other game yeah, within the it's game is <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's great. Like yeah. I, what a, what a concept. Are there uh, any dogs very... in this mini game? Are there no, any dogs that, in the mini game? Not that I I've don't... seen. I don't think so. Oh, wow. Then I don't care about it, then. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Camp- Campbell's out. Yeah. Give me the dog. As soon as it. the dog goes off screen, you're just tuning out. That's I just it. just smashed my switch against the wall. Like, Where'd the dog go? <laughs> Campbell, no. <laughs> I'm just filled uh, with rage and depression this episode, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, the Campbell's been going through a whole journey. This, uh, <laughs> I, I need some around. Pokemon therapy. Yeah, that's what you got. Okay, next week we're going to report back. You're going to tell there me what you think about Pokemon yeah. Cafe Remix. Uh, Mark, anything else you want to call out about uh, Grapple Dog other than the fact that it's very, very good? Uh, yeah, that basically sums it up. Yeah, <laughs> I fair think, um I think it's only like... 20 bucks i think and i think it's worth that price i think it is very much worth it it's a lot of fun um it's pretty i don't want to say it's a chunky game but it definitely takes a while if you plan on 100 percenting it which i feel like most players will who end up playing it uh it's it's very much worth it i really have been enjoying my uh my time with it i'm still going back collecting a few gemstones and doing that kind of stuff oh we forgot to mention uh there's boss battles and they uh they kind of remind me of like Super Meat Boy in a way, except very yes. uh, toned down. But right. uh, those I, are I was, cool too. I, those are. A I was reminded a little bit of um, of Guacamelee. Yes. Um, yeah. Definitely. Obviously, this game is there's no melee combat in this game. There's no combat really. You can, you can mm-hmm. jump on enemies' heads. That's kind of it. Um, but uh, there, there's like it's kind of that auto scrolling thing where you're trying to platform your way through a stage while a boss is kind of eating up the left side of the screen. You know. Um, so yeah, so there, there's some fun, some fun boss fights. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I'm pleasantly surprised. I remember messaging Campbell about this game a couple of months back, being like, "I hope we're I hope we're covering this because it looks really good." Um, so I'm, I'm glad that the final product, uh, you know, is living up to that standard. There it's is great. one issue with the game, actually. I can't believe sure. I forgot to mention this. They switched the A and B button. Oh my God! Yes. Whoever, uh, what? I, I don't know who the developer of this game is, but please, please add a patch that you could switch to the inputs. Just like, please, it is the most like, our brains are not trained for this. And there's no like control yeah. options or anything. There is. Dude. There's this game lacks. Okay, it's a one man team, so like I'm not expecting everything to be here, but yeah, mm-hmm. there is no um, there's no real accessibility options, which is a problem. That's the yeah. game's biggest flaw. 
Oh my god, Mark, I'm so glad you brought that up because I thought I was going insane that the <laughs> fact that there the B button is select. Like this is a crazy choice. This is an insane baffling choice. Oh my god, I'm so glad you brought this up. Yeah, um, I don't know wow. why this is the case, why the developer would do this, but it's it crazy. Sounds like He's it might like, be excellent game. Please fix this issue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, you just develop for a PC controller or something, or an Xbox controller. It could where be, a but is I assume bottom. with like I assume with Steam and stuff that you can you know create your own input, so that shouldn't be a problem. This is just like pertaining to the Switch release. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, Campbell. Even if it was developed for another controller, it's not like the standard button that everyone uses for select <laughs> has changed. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and when yeah. people oh, when people play on a PC, isn't it usually like a, like it's always that bottom button. It's always yeah. it's always that X button or whatever. I'm it just is. very so, I'm very confused by it because I feel like the controls would work perfectly if you um just did it the natural way. Yeah, it's um it's pretty wild. Um, and the fact that you can't switch the buttons around is, is sort of an oversight, I feel. I, I, I don't know. I, I hope they update it because it's one of those things where I, it's going to be, it's going to, you have to retrain your brain for the first yeah. couple of levels. Um, and I'm still messing up. Like, like I found myself, like you pull off the great, you swing with the grapple, you, you jump onto the thing and then you'll plummet to your death because you accidentally pressed <laughs> ground pound mind. instead of yeah. the you know grapple again it's i don't know it's 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 annoying to be honest yeah it's it's very odd if they fix it it's like perfect but if they even yeah. if they don't it's like still it's still a fantastic game you know yeah like you yeah. can adjust to it it's not it's not the biggest deal it's not the biggest problem it's not the biggest problem. I know we're, we're kind of making hay of it a little bit. Yeah, but, but it uh, is annoying. It's annoying. It is a little bit annoying. <laughs> uh, but that being said, Grapple Dog still a very fun game and and totally worth your time. And uh, Mark's going to have some some coverage on that. Yes. I will have uh, a review later, up. Later, hopefully by the time this podcast uh, comes out. Um, that sounds like an episode to me. We've been we've been talking for a while. Um, I've been your host, Cameron Daxon. You can find some of my writing over on GoombaStomp.com. Uh, recently, I've got a piece about Horizon Forbidden West and how I called it the apex of uh, Ubisoft-style open-world design, which uh, I think is true. And, uh, of course, I'm over on Twitter as well, at Action Daxon. And, Mark, where can people find you? Find me at the Markel. That, of course, is Mark with a C, Cal with a K. Uh, right now, over on Goombastomp.com, you can find my review for, uh, well, I will have it up for Grapple Dog, but on the site, I also have a review for Horizon Forbidden West, which is really, really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's Very the summary of the article, yes. is that it's really, really good. Um, <laughs> uh, Campbell, what about yourself? You can find all my games writing over at GoombaStomp.com. I have a written version of my angry rant about Gen 9 coming out this year, uh, <laughs> entitled We Don't Need Pokemon Scarlet and Violet This Year. Alongside that, I've also got a write-up based on our conversation with Celia Schilling from Yacht Club Games last week. And an indie game spotlight uh, just came out this weekend as well, so go head out over to the site to check those out. And if you want to catch up with me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at CampbellSGill, uppercase CSG. Campbell, we never catch up on social media. We should we should we do really more should. of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just talk um, to me, please. NExpress <laughs> <laughs> uh, is also on, on uh, Hamble said YouTube. Not so much on YouTube, but we are on Twitter. We're at an Express Nintendo, and of course, available to download, star, rate, review, all those things on the podcast platform of your choice, an Express Nintendo podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. If you feel like you need to go.